0: Hey there, it's Jennifer Pickett, your host, your health coach, and your friend. I'm so glad you're joining us. Today is a podcast bonus with live coaching. You know, as a dietitian turned functional medicine health coach, I empower women on their health transformation, and I'm finding that there's so many misconceptions about health coaching, so I want to clear those up. This gives you an inside sneak peek of what it looks like to work with a health coach. This gives you perspective of what it feels like to have somebody in your corner to help you identify those obstacles that are holding you back from your healthiest you. Today, I'm coaching a client that I've worked with for a while. And I'm so glad that Jolene was open to this because this is a struggle that so many deal with. Today, we're talking about emotional eating. If you're listening to this and finding yourself needing additional support, there is a small group that starts on Monday, January the 11th. This might be exactly what you're looking for. Finding Resilience, the Food Freedom Framework, is just for those of you who are ready to break free from emotional eating and restrictive diets. So if you're ready to get started, the link is bit.ly forward slash finding, resilience, or if you need some more information, just go check out the website inspirehealthyharmony.com and click on the coaching tab. Good morning. I would like to welcome my dear friend and my client, Jolene Osi, with me today. I'm just, Jolene, I'm thrilled you're here with me. Thank you. I'm glad to be here. We're going to talk about some some interesting things today. Now, just to give our listeners a little bit of a background, you and I have spent months together talking about some really crucial health topics. And so we're going to give them just a little taste of what a coaching session looks like, but it's a much abbreviated version. So I'm excited that you've agreed to do this and just be so candid and open. And I just, I love your heart and Um, I'm glad we're doing this. So as we get started, my main question is, like, how are you doing? Give me some wins that you've had recently with regard to your health.
1: Oh, wins. Um, I think my biggest win is taking time and setting up boundaries recently um, and really putting my boundaries into place. Um, so that my family can come first and I'm not always putting the outside first, if that makes sense.
0: It does. And I love that. Um, Boundaries is such a big topic. And that is, I mean, that's a huge, massive win. Do you feel like as women,
1: we have a hard time putting boundaries in place? Oh, sure. We, we are Well, I am a people pleaser. So if somebody else needs something or wants something, I want to be able to provide it. And I'm going to bend over backwards to provide it to make them happy, even if it means putting me and oftentimes my family on the back burner because somebody else outside needs something. And I've really been working hard the last several weeks and months to try and flip that and make my family and me a priority and not so much my job and the outside world.
0: It's so very important. And, you know, I think as we talk about boundaries, it really plays into uh, what we're doing for our mental and emotional health, which directly ties into our physical health, right? I mean,
1: absolutely does. Yes.
0: And it's so hard to do. So I just want to that's a huge win. And I want to celebrate that with you to for to be putting those boundaries in place and seeing how it benefits your family. But I but I heard you say that looking forward, that's one of your main goals is to put yourself and your family first. Yes. So part of that, you know, putting yourself first is taking care of your health. Yes. So are there any like health goals that you have right now? I mean, we're coming off the holidays. Uh, you and I are recording this before New Year's, so yes. we're coming off the holidays, and so it's a little bit of a transition here. But what are your what are your thoughts as far as self care?
1: Um, my biggest thing is I just need to be more um, conscious of my food choices. I know what to do, but oftentimes I fall into those bad habits that you know, of the emotional eating, um, whether it's happy or sad or depressed or, um, you know, lonely or whatever it is, I, those bad emotional eating habits are things that I tend to lean on when, you know, whenever. Um, and I also, with the holidays, you know, you get out of drinking water and you drink all the other Things that are available in the different celebrations, um, yeah. And so that is my other goal is to get back on that water track as far as getting giving up my diet sodas, which you know is a huge thing for me. Um, it is. So I'm still working on it, and I go through good weeks and bad weeks, <laughs> but you know I'm I'm working on it, so. <laughs> And,
0: you know, what, what's so awesome, I'm going to remind you, is mm-hmm. that you've tackled this before. Yes. And you've done great. And so it's just only natural that we just get a little bit off track. Yes. We resort back to bad habits when things get busy, when things get stressful, when things get really emotional and there's a lot of stress mm-hmm. and it's very easy to get off track. We're all going to get off track. What the, ma- makes a difference is, are we willing to pick ourselves up and dust ourselves off and just keep going. Exactly. And that's what I hear in your voice um, is just that determination to keep going. Um, So you are resilient. That's my word for the year. (laughs) And I hear that resilience in your voice. Yes. you said those two goals were just to be more conscious of food choices and drink more water. Right. So let's take the drink, uh, the drinking the water one first, and okay. then we'll address the emotional eating. Mm-hmm. When it comes to more water, how are you going to? What's your plan for kind of implementing that goal and strategically working towards that?
1: Well, I um, I have a specific cup that I use to measure my water, and so my goal is to have that with me constantly throughout the day Um, and you know wherever I am whether I'm at work whether I'm at home whether I'm in the car and it will be filled with ice and water always so it is my water cup Um, so I know how many of those I need to drink throughout the day to reach my goal so that is. Is kind of a a new thing for me.
0: That's fantastic. I love that, and it's very simple. This is something you've implemented in the past, and you're going back to. So you're very. You already have like your favorite cup. Yep. That's your water cup, yep. and you're going to have it with you everywhere, yes. which is the perfect strategy and yep. very easy, right? Yes. It's got to be accessible, and you know how many you need. Yes,
1: yes. So it it is. It makes it easier for me, and. You know, I can judge throughout the day whether I'm falling short or if I need to, you know, or if I'm surpassing my goal, which has never happened, but maybe this year it will. (laughs) (laughs)
0: <laughs> yes. Um, I love that. Now, let me ask you a question. Mm-hmm. Have you noticed a difference when you were not drinking as much water and you were going back to the the diet
1: sodas? Did you notice a difference in how you felt? Absolutely. My joints hurt, which is so, I, I can tell within two days, um, my joints and my muscles hurt more, even though nothing else in my routine changes my body feels different. I feel more sluggish. Um, and you know, it's not, nothing else has changed. So it has to be attributed to the less water and the more junky drinks. Yes. So,
0: and what I hear, what I hear it from you too, which is such, and I want the listeners to really pick up on this. This is huge. Because what you're describing is mindfulness. You're listening to your body. And it wasn't just mindfulness. It was, oh, wait a minute. I need to put two and two together here. It was that connecting of the dots of, wait a minute. um, Because, you know, I saw uh, over the months that we've spent together in our uh, one-on-one coaching sessions, you develop that excellent mindfulness and listening to your body and being very, very self-aware. So I loved hearing you say, you know what? When I got off track with the water, I noticed that my joints and my muscles hurt, my body just felt different. Yes. And we can use that as an incentive to get right back on track with your water consumption. Right.
1: Because when you start to feel better and then you go back to feeling bad, you you feel it and you notice it more quickly. Once you feel that that good feeling and really it was just the water consumption which you know i don't like the taste of water i have never liked the taste of water getting me to drink water has always been a struggle like i'd rather go with nothing than have a glass of water <laughs> so yes. for me this is this is a huge impact um but i i am I can feel and see the difference. Um even just in the puffiness of my face. Um it it is a it's it makes a difference. And I never it would was. have believed it before, but now that I have seen it and felt it, now I'm yeah, I wish I could get rid of the diet coke. I wish they had flavored water that was as good as, so yeah. <laughs> that yeah. tasted as good as the Diet Coke. <laughs> yeah.
0: and you and I had to talk through some of those things yes. before. You know, some of these things look very, because of the marketing, some of these flavor um, additives for water look very healthy because of great marketing. And you and I discovered right. they're, they're anything but healthy.
1: Right. Just because it's organic junk doesn't make it any less junk. <laughs>
0: That's a really good quote. So you me write that down. That's a really good quote. Just cuz it's organic junk does not make it uh any less, less junk. Junkier. Yeah, that's right. That's a that's a good one. Um so we've got our water goal. You said something that I think uh so many of us can can relate to and it that that term emotional eating, yes. and you've recognized you know that's something you've struggled with in the past, and it and it comes back up as as our issues always do, right? Um, and it's just that turning to food to numb the pain. I mean, when we're when we're stressed and when we're worried or when we're sad or anxious or lonely, but also when we're happy or excited or we're celebrating, exactly. So, what trend have you noticed here recently?
1: As far as what I have been doing, what I have noticed in me? Yes. Yeah, um, with that
0: emotional thing.
1: Um, I tend to turn to food to fill any void. It, it's, um, you know, I have been, um, Well, we have recently taken in um, an 18 year old with a baby. And so that's added a whole new level of stress and wonder. Um, But I tend to use food as a comfort, just as a relaxation. Um, But at the same time, I tend to skip meals because I'm busy or I don't plan like I used to or, you know, so there's so many things that (laughs) have been going on um, where I just need to like pull back and take a minute and get reset again.
0: I love that. I love that. Um, And again, I think it starts with that mindfulness, that just that level of awareness. And that's what mindfulness is. I think sometimes that term gets kind of overused and it sounds kind of, I don't know, it sounds like this kind of far reaching term. But all that means is we we need to listen. Our body's trying to send us some signals. We need to listen. And it's that. It's also um, that level of self-awareness. And so I hear that self-awareness in your voice, of okay, I'm I'm turning to food for comfort. Right. I'm trying to fill any void. Um, so, uh, what would be a really good strategy for you as you're becoming more mindful and you're aware of those moments? And the stress is not going to just disappear, right? You're oh, in no. the middle of yes. And I like how you said. How did you say it? A lot of stress and a lot of wonder.
1: Yes. I like
0: how you put those together.
1: (laughs) Yes. I mean, it's, it is amazing and I would never, ever change it for a second. Um, But we've been empty nesters for about six years and now we have an 18 year old and a nine month old living in our home. And Um. so, and our daughter just got married uh, this summer. So, I mean, we've had a lot of stress through this, this COVID season. but also, it's been amazing, but it it makes me realize that I have to, again, step back and rethink how I have been doing things, um, mm-hmm. you know, because now I've got a baby and an 18-year-old to also think about. Um, and it's not just me and my husband who, you know, he can fend for himself. He's a big boy. Um but the baby can't, and the eighteen month old or the eighteen year old is still learning those things, you know she so I need to be there to step back and start planning again. I used to be a great meal planner when my kids were at home, and now I have more kids at home, so I have to get back into it and so it just it is being intentional about planning. And taking that time to plan out the meals and the snacks, you know, it's not just dinner, you know, there's breakfast and lunch and there's snacks and there's, you know, all of those things need to be incorporated. And, and so if you, if I step back and take that one hour a week, It doesn't take long. I know it doesn't take long. I used to do it for so many years. It's just getting back into that routine and that habit. Um, So,
0: I like how you said be intentional, and that's what it takes. It's being intentional to, you know, plan the meals. And I I like how you recognize the snacks too. It's not just having the meals, but it's having the snacks. And y'all have been so amazingly gracious to open your home. And love on this eighteen-year-old girl who has a baby, and that that does—that's a lot of stress, and it's a lot of planning because you've got other mouths to feed, right? And um, there's just emotions that go along with that because it's—I know it's—can uh, be very challenging at times, even yes. though there's wonder, it can be very, very challenging. So I, I love, I admire you guys so much oh. for doing that. And I love how your strategy is to be intentional with meal planning and with snacks. And you know exactly what you're doing. Like you said at the beginning, <laughs> I know what to do. Right. It's just a matter of doing it. Exactly. You know, I think sometimes when we talk about emotional eating, we've got to talk about how we manage stress. Yes. So do you have something that helps you when you're feeling a little bit worked up, a little bit stressed, is there something that you can do that will help the body dial back that stress response?
1: Um, my biggest thing is a bath. Okay. Uh, you, yeah. You encouraged me to build that into my routine and, um, when you told me about dry brushing, I thought you were nuts, but <laughs> it actually works amazingly. I love it. Um, I have bought dry brushes for all my girls and like um and so I try to do a a bubble bath at night a couple times a week just to have that me time because it is truly me time. Nobody else comes in the tub with me. It's, you know, there's not anybody, no phone calls, no, none of that. It's just that relaxation time where I can just be praying and listening to worship music and um, just totally remove myself from the world, basically.
0: I love it. I love it. It's Um, And, you know, that bath is serving so many different purposes, like we've discussed before. Mm -hmm. I mean, obviously, it's helping tremendously for stress relief and just helping your body just kind of calm down and relax a little bit. It's that self-care. It's that me time because you're just by yourself. No one can bother you in the bathtub. That's right. At least they're not supposed to. Um, And um, also, it's really helping to set you up for a good night's sleep. Which makes a huge difference in how you respond the next day. You know, when you get that that really yes. good sleep that night. So I know some of our listeners may not know what dry brushing is. So I'll okay. give just a brief definition. Dry brushing is using a um, is where you're using a natural hair bristle brush and you're brushing uh, in a repeated motion towards your heart. And so that is really helping the lymphatic system. Um, and when you, it's kind of like a two-edged sword or a, a double punch when you do the dry brushing and then you soak in a bath with Epsom salt. So this is really yes. helping your body with detoxification and it's just relaxing and your skin feels good, doesn't it? It
1: does. It does. It, it, yeah, it makes it very soft and Yes. It's a good 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 strategy.
0: So outside of the bass, is there anything else that would be helpful for stress management? Um had how are you doing with the deep breathing? I know you and I have discussed that before that intentional deep breathing. How is that going?
1: I use that very often. <laughs> um whenever I am feeling very I was doing it in the airport the other day when we were traveling. You know, I was feeling a little bit um a little bit anxious and upset, and I just I threw my mask. Nobody even knew I was doing it, <laughs> but it was helping me. So yes, I do turn to that breathing, um, that four square breathing that you taught me. Uh, and just so easy to do, right? It's so it very really easy. is yeah, and it it just takes a couple of seconds, but helps to just take that that moment you know mm-hmm. t- and to breathe a little and just to stop whatever it is yep. that's going on will be there in in 30 seconds and you will have a better outlook on how to deal with it
0: if you And it really helps you to make good decisions, better decisions because yes. When our body is stressed, we're not even taking those deep breaths. And so the that front part of the brain, the prefrontal cortex, isn't getting the oxygen that it needs. So we're not even capable of making the decisions that we need to. This really comes into play with the emotional eating. So I love how you said, just stop. There's 30 seconds. And so yep. I want to encourage all of us to, can we do that? You know, in the middle of the stress and the worry and the anxiety, Can we hit pause? Yep. Take some deep cleansing breaths and just kind of think about okay, I'm about to dive into this bowl of ice cream. What's driving that? You know, can I just pause for a moment? And it's not going to be that we necessarily deny ourselves all the time, but wait a minute, I'm responding to stress. I'm not responding to the ice cream because I want the ice cream that badly, but I'm responding to. a a greater, deeper emotional need here. So what is my body trying to tell me? What do I need? And it's that checking in with yourself.
1: And the more we do that, the more I do that, the more I automatically do it. If I'm, you know, getting that snacky feeling, Mm -hmm. the thought will come to my head, you know, am I, do I really want that or am I just bored? Or is it just a habit? Have I been doing it too often? You know, so even though I don't think, you know, I don't intend to start thinking like that, those thoughts do come in because I've been practicing them, I guess. Um, So it becomes that habit that your brain just sort of clicks in and says, okay, do you really want that? You know, if you really want it, go have a glass of water or go do something else. And if you still really want it in 20 minutes or 15 minutes, go for it, it. you know, have a little bit of it, but don't give in immediately.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Just hit that pause button. You know, Jolene, this is why I was so excited about you and I talking about this uh, here on on the air because it's such a hot topic and it's so important for us women and this is where we're all at right now. I mean, I think emotional eating and and even emotional drinking is just kind of taking like that that lead role and it's just driving everything because we're overwhelmed by everything that's happening in our world and in our yes. lives and and you know, we're we're turning to something to numb the pain. So I I love your willingness to just be open and candid. I know this is not it's a big subject so I cannot thank you enough for coming on today.
1: Well you're welcome. You have helped me so much over the last few months and I'm so glad God brought you into my life. I'm telling you it's it's such a blessing.
0: I've got I've got chills. It has been <laughs> such an an honor and it just You have been such an amazing, amazing inspiration to me. So I just want to, I want to thank you for that. Well, you're welcome. Thank you, Jennifer. Let me, uh, I'll recap our action plan real quick because we've got a good, solid action plan. Mm -hmm. Um, So uh, the main thing is to uh, continue setting those boundaries. That's so good for your mental and emotional Mm -hmm. health and those boundaries with regard to family time and self-care. Practicing that mindfulness and that level of self-awareness, hey, When I do this, this is how my body feels. And then that moves into being intentional. Like with the drinking more water, you've got a great plan for drinking your water. You've got your water cup. You've got your plan. You know exactly Mm -hmm. how much you need. And then um, you talked about the meal planning. Hey, I just know I need to get back to meal planning, being more intentional with planning the meals, planning the snacks, because I'm feeding more people than I was previously. So it's not quite as simple. And then finally, we wrapped it up with just those, um, that level of self-care for stress management. Not that the stress is going to go away, but we have to manage it and help the body just dial back the stress response. So you're going to focus on the deep breathing and those and taking those baths. So it's a good, solid action plan. So um, what's the main thing that you're kind of taking away from today's session? What stood out to you the most?
1: Um, that I am on the right track, that I just need to take the time and be more intentional about my choices, my planning, um, and listening to my body and what it needs and and incorporate that into my life plan. My, you know, my daily life, I guess.
0: Yes, I love it. I love it. And you're exactly, you're exactly right. You are on the right track, my friend. So I'm very, very proud of you. Thank you for joining us today. Thank you. And I'll talk to you real soon. Okay. Bye-bye. Bye. I'm so grateful that Jolene was open to discussing this topic. This woman has just a heart of gold and I'm so glad that we got to work together. It was just an honor. Um, If you could relate to her struggles and you are looking for help, don't forget the Finding Resilience small group starts on Monday, January the 11th. This empowering group combines the beauty of personalized health coaching with the support and accountability of a small group. You receive a one hour health coaching session with a full health assessment and six weeks of education and training in a small group setting all sessions are done virtually and i'm just going to tell you put a little bug in your ear research shows that your results are improved when you're trying to tackle a health issue if you do this with a friend so i want to encourage you grab a friend grab your sister and do this program together have questions for me hey just message me at inspire healthy harmony on Facebook or Instagram, or you can always email me Jennifer at inspire healthy I'll answer your questions. And guess what? If you tell me that you heard about this on the podcast, I'll even give you a promo code for a discounted price. So I look forward to being your coach until next week. Keep taking it one day at a time. Bye y'all.